0: They are ambitious. They are supporters. They are hustlers. They champion other women. They are boss babes. The Ottawa Valley is full of boss babes and I'm here to tell you who they are.
1: The City of Pembroke is encouraging everyone to shop local during this time. There are so many ways that you can support our local business community. You can shop online and enjoy local products and services from the comfort of your home. You can leave a review on platforms like Google and Facebook, sharing your love for your favorite local businesses. You can order takeout from a local restaurant and have it delivered to your door. Remember, local business owners are our friends and our neighbors, they are a part of our community and they need our support.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Ovi Boss Babes podcast. Originally from North Bay, this babe has always enjoyed cooking and baking, wanting to provide healthy food, tasty drinks, and a specialty grocery store selection. With her beautiful smile now hidden behind a mask, this business owner, wife, and mama of the cutest little girl (laughs) can mix, shake, and blend. She has worked in bakeries, grocery stores, catering, even a hotel for a hot minute, and now she owns the most beloved healthy food and smoothie joint in downtown Pembroke. Her culinary palate is well-versed, and she pretty much likes all kinds of food and people. Please welcome Dale Lucky from Blend Smoothie Shop in downtown Pembroke.
1: Hey, Holly, it's good to be here. (laughs)
0: to have you Dale and it's so nice like I said to be able to see your smile and you've got your mask still hanging so I'm assuming you just came from oh yeah 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 I always have my mask hanging on
1: after work for sure
0: well Dale I want to get to know you a little bit more so you are from North Bay originally so tell us what brought you here to the Ottawa Valley and how long have you lived here for
1: um I think I've been here for six years six or seven years um I came here because my then boyfriend was in the military and got posted here. So I moved here with him.
0: I guess like I misunderstood when you are like my then boyfriend and I'm like, Oh, so she was dating oh, someone. And then, so your then, boyfriend now, then husband. boyfriend now husband, we've been together for 10 years. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like then boyfriend. I'm like, cause it sounds like your roots are really deeply <laughs> involved in North to Bay. Say <laughs> yeah. No,
1: I just stuck here on my own. No, <laughs> totally not.
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: I'm a, I'm a family person. I only go like I only go places where I have family with me. So of course I stayed here with Ryan.
0: Aww. And well, you attended culinary school in North Bay where you learned how to cook and manage and run a business, but where were you working before that you decided you want to go into business yourself? Um, right before I opened
1: blends, I had been working at the nook. I was there for about two and a half years. Um, yeah. So I had been cooking there. I'd been serving there sometimes working at the food truck down by the river um, kind of doing everything. Um, uh,
0: but yeah, that's where I was right before. So, Dale, prior to opening blends, you actually created custom design pieces, including signs. You made blanket ladders and wine racks. And it's funny, I actually still have my blanket ladder and the his, hers, and the dog print key holder that you made. For no me. way. Oh, I didn't yeah. Know I made one for you. You did. Like it was so funny. Way back, I don't even know when that was, probably in like 2017 or something. Um yeah. So and it's funny because as soon as you like, I remember seeing your blanket ladders and I was like, oh, I need to have one. And these were like all the rage too. Everybody was getting the blanket ladders. And so I had like you make two more. And so I was like getting them to my sisters, and then and then I had like you had made the dog, like it was like the his, her, and then the dog paw print sign and then my sisters again were like okay I need one of those too so we were providing you so much business and then when I heard that you had opened up blends I was like wait is this the same girl that's so funny I honestly
1: had no idea this entire time (laughs) so I think I had originally started doing design stuff I've always been super crafty like my mom um has a sewing business to put it lightly. Um, And so I've just like grew up doing all sorts of crafty stuff. My dad taught me how to woodwork and whatnot. So um, I had been seeing like people wanting this stuff or posting like, Oh, can anybody make this? And I was like, yeah, I have everything to make these sort of things. So I just like went to Rona one day and started making some signs. And then when we got our house, we set up a whole workshop and everything. So I had been doing that while working at the nook, but it was kind of getting a little bit busy. And I remember at the time I had been thinking about leaving the nook to start my sign business full time, but it was so risky, um, which is funny because my sister-in-law ended up doing the same thing and running the same business full time in North Bay. But yeah, I just like, wasn't really ready to take that risk. And I had to kind of decide one or the other, what I had time to keep doing. I didn't have a family at the time. So I just would come home from work and make all these wood signs and knit hats. And it was just, it was crazy. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was just trying to do something, trying to make a little extra money on the side.
0: Yeah. So how long did you do that for?
1: I think it was like six months or something. And I had really been getting momentum going maybe it was a little bit longer, six or eight months. Yeah. I had really been getting momentum going. And then that's kind of when I had the idea to start blends and it was more authentic to like what I wanted to do. So jumping into that wasn't as scary as it was um, making like handmade crafts and whatnot for people. But yeah, so I, I ended up kind of stopping that when I started blends because it was just like way more work than I had imagined to own a small smoothie shop and I no longer had time to make them.
0: Well, I will tell you one thing though, Dale, like that was one thing that like, I know that I was saddened when I remember asking you for like yet another um, blanket ladder. And you were like, no, I'm not really taking orders anymore. Like I'm opening up a shop. And I was like, okay, wait, what shop? And then we obviously heard about blends being opened up in deep river. So, okay. So now tell us like you're at the nook, you were doing your craft and stuff on the side, then you start slowing down, but what made you decide that you wanted to go into business yourself? Um, it's
1: like I had always been pushed to, to go into business by myself. My parents were entrepreneurs and always had us starting our own little businesses. And as soon as I had decided to go into culinary when I was like 12 years old, um, I had imagined starting my own business and, um, my mom would always take me to really cool little shops in Huntsville or we'd go to New York or Toronto and we'd always find the quirky little unique shops. And I was like, one day I want to own something like this. Like one day, this is going to be mine. I love finding quirky little things like that. Little shops that you can't find anywhere else. Like, yeah, there's something to be said for the booster juices of the world, Mm -hmm. but I think there's something more to be said about the small businesses for sure. So, I mean, at the nook, like I was serving and it was, good and it was good money but I wasn't really proud of what I was doing there um, especially having gone to school and just I don't know when people would ask me what I do and I said I was the server like I didn't have pride in what I was doing and I always kind of wanted to do something like I said so once um, I was talking to my physio and she was like oh I'm opening up a yoga wellness center I would really like a smoothie bar in the back and I was like you know what it's time for me to do something for myself, like take a risk, believe in myself. I want to do it. So I had kind of done little trial runs with making smoothies for my friends at the Nook and selling them after yoga classes at the Deep River Yacht Club. So it just kind of happened really organically um, that I ended up opening my own business. But yeah, I don't know, like it, I'm a huge believer in just following your path. And that was like my path. I only do things that feel right. And that is what felt right at the time.
0: I lived in Edmonton for a few years out in Alberta. And um, that was huge out there. Like they had a bunch of booster juices right inside world health. So you go do a workout and then go grab your smoothie afterwards. So that actually kind of really makes sense, you know, especially after like a hot yoga session or something and you go grab a smoothie. Yeah. And have something healthy. I thought, I thought it made sense
1: too. It didn't. So starting at the beginning, when I had done the sales for yoga classes after deep, like, um, sorry, sales for yoga classes at the Deep River Yacht Club, like say 10 people came to class, maybe I would sell like three or four smoothies. So I was like, okay, maybe 30% of all people who come to yoga might buy a smoothie or something like that. Um, but that just like, wasn't really the case. Like the yoga classes at Bodhi, I don't know if it was the time of day I had stretched my hours so long so that I could accommodate being open for the yoga classes. I think I was open like 7am to 8pm to try and like catch the people after yoga and they just weren't coming. Like it was everybody else who was my customers, not the people coming for yoga, or maybe they were just in a rush. Like, I don't know what the deal was, but they were not my main clientele at all.
0: Really? That's interesting. Surprising. Were you thinking, you know, about going to another gym or are you just kind of like scratching that idea altogether and then said, no, I think maybe we'll relocate to downtown Pembroke?
1: Um, So I've actually been talking with Integrated Health Centre about opening up a second location inside Integrated Health. Um, And that would have just been smoothies and whatnot, but it just, I don't know, it wasn't the right fit. Like we had had a few meetings about it. And for whatever reason, either someone didn't follow up with another email or something like that, but it just was not the right fit for us. And again, it kind of forces you into somebody else's hours when you're doing that. Mm -hmm. And I think a huge part about being a business owner, a small business owner, is that like you get to create the hours that you want. You know what I mean? So I think going into another gym or another yoga fitness studio, wouldn't have been great for me because I would have been conforming to someone else's ideas, I guess.
0: And then, so what made you decide to land in downtown Pembroke? So I
1: had like quickly outgrown this space in deep river again, like doesn't work well with others. Doesn't like being told what to do. Um, it was just like ready for me to move out on my own, uh, which Kara had agreed with, like, we're still really good friends and, but it was just time for me to, to grow. You know what I mean? So I have been doing meal prep since the December before I moved. So for 10 months, I had been doing meal prep, delivering it all over the Valley on Mondays, I think. So I had been spending like Sunday night till like midnight or two in the morning, packing up these meals for people and then dropping them up on Monday. So I knew I had a huge customer base in Pembroke. And then it, again, just like following my path. It just so happened that Jana was moving across the street for Jan and Carrie's and her space was opening up. And Joanna from the nook had let me know like, Hey, this space is available. I bet you can just like slide on in there and grab it before it even Mm -hmm. goes up, uh, gets posted kind of deal. So she put me in contact with her landlord. And again, it was just like the right fit and, they were able to renovate everything based on what I wanted the space to look like, which was phenomenal. If you can ever get that kind of a deal, get that kind of a deal. Um, So I got to choose everything where everything rent, all the plumbing and they installed it for me. It was fantastic. So again, like it was just, I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes I don't have the answers for questions because it just happened. Like it just happened the way it was supposed to, you know what I mean?
0: Well, that's just it though. I mean, obviously it was, meant to be and it was meant to happen and it's been successful ever since and now you guys have been there for it's going to be well it would have would have been, been 3 years <laughs> would have been 3 years in September yeah. 2021 but um i guess guys we're going to go ahead and drop the bomb if you guys have not seen blends's facebook or instagram pages dale do you want to let everybody know what's going on
1: um, so, we are closing Blends Pembroke, and my family is moving back to North Bay, where we're from. So, I am opening up Blends 3.0 in
0: North Bay in June. And why are you guys leaving?
1: Oh, my husband's retiring from the military. Um, yeah, he's only 26, but he's medically releasing from the military. So it, we're just kind of ready to buy our forever home and for him, that's in North Bay. So we are tagging along with and headed back for family.
0: No, is Ryan also from North Bay? Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh, so that's perfect. And then all of your family's still there too?
1: All of our families, all of his brothers have moved back to North Bay oh. and all of my siblings are moving back to North Bay as well. So everybody's there.
0: Okay, so who started the trend then to like start moving back and everybody kind of just jumped on board? I mean, officially Ryan's brothers
1: started moving back, I don't know, five years ago. And then it was kind of one after the other. And then so I was the first person in my, on my side of the family to have a baby So after that, like everybody knows the push for family is really, really Mm -hmm. big. Once you have a baby and like realizing that you don't have a support system to fall back on, there is no one to babysit or watch your kids like that. Um, So then my, my brother had a baby in November who I actually just got to meet last weekend because, you know, COVID. So he had a baby, they've been talking about moving back to North Bay and my sister is pregnant as well due in June. And she kept being like, Oh, I'm so excited for you to get back here someday. Like, I just want you to be a part of my baby's life and everything. And I was like, I've been sad that I wasn't going to be a part of the baby's life in the way that I wanted to. So things just kind of started falling into place like that. Um, everybody started talking about moving back. And then there was kind of this timeline Ryan was releasing from the military in May. And then things are really, really busy at blends, like really, really busy. So my cook looked at me one day and he's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't keep doing this. Like, you're going to have to find someone else. And I was like, well, I'm not doing it without you. So I'm going to move. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. That's oh the official gosh. story. Um, wow. everything just kind of worked out and I was like, well, will you stay with me till May? And he said, yeah, like, I'll absolutely stay with you till the end. I just like, I know I can't keep living this level of stress. Like it's, it's busy. So yeah, instead of hiring someone else and training them for a few months when I knew I was going to leave anyways, I decided to use that as like my push forward to go ahead and move
0: that was like the final thing that just, got was of the, the final stars aligned.
1: I knew, I knew I wanted to go back, but I really, really didn't want to take jobs away from my staff. So in my heart, I was going to like stay at least till my lease was up. And then hopefully like, I don't know, find someone to buy it or mm-hmm. find a way to move on that they can continue being employed and like continue having jobs, but really like you shouldn't make decisions for other people. That's, that's the truth, but I'm just like an empathetic person. I would never do that to anyone. Um, so yeah, when Zach said he was done, I was like, okay, I'm done too. Let, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's my sign.
0: But Dale, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm to speak about following your family and being there for family because when I was out in Alberta, I lived there for three years and we're from like, just like you guys, you know, in North Bay, like we're from the Valley down the road is grandma and grandpa, like, the, my mom's family's like down the road, like everybody lives around the corner yeah. of each other. And as soon as someone leaves, it's like, it's almost like a shock value because it's like, yeah. you're leaving. Like, even if just like the town over, like, and the nice thing is that North Bay is what only three hours away, but yeah, not even from chalk river. It hasn't been yeah, bad, right. but it is like, you're like the left
1: out family member, you know, like everybody's doing their things and living their lives. And like, I constantly found like, they kept thinking of me as the kid I was when I left Mm -hmm. seven years ago. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm different now. Like I wish I, I don't wish anything differently because I really like the life that we've built here, but I missed out on some family stuff for sure. For
0: sure. And I mean, especially with COVID too, keeping everybody apart, even more so. Yeah. Like you can't just whip down to North Bay. No, know? not this year. It's been hard. So, Dale, like you were saying, you know, moving back to North Bay, being back together with family and stuff. Um, can you tell everybody too who's going to be moving into the blends location?
1: Um, so actually who's opening up in my space is Madawaska coffee company. I don't know a lot about what they're doing, but I know they want to bring something fresh, a total cafe vibe to Pembroke. And I think based on what people want here, I think that's exactly hitting the nail on the head for sure.
0: It's funny because of all the previous places that have been in that spot, there's been cafe Ole, Although I don't remember who that, who owned that one. It was,
1: uh, Christine Tomka who owns the hemp cookie company now.
0: Oh interesting. Okay. And then there was Jenna's gallery cafe and then blends these blend smoothie shop. And then it's going to be Madawaska coffee. So there's kind of a pattern going on here. Yeah,
1: there is. I think that the fact that it's been a renovated space um, versus what it used to be like, it's gorgeous. Now the brick is gorgeous. The windows are beautiful. And I think it's going to attract The right type of young clientele that need that cafe kind of workspace that they're not finding anymore.
0: One chapter closes, but is going to continue on somewhere else, and another one opens and expands because I'm sure this is probably their second location because I know they're in Barry's Bay. Oh, exciting! That's awesome! Good for them. Let's talk about your menu though, Dale. You're not gone yet, so let's talk about blends for what it is and what people can expect either listeners from the Ottawa Valley or hopefully people from North Bay?
1: Um, Well, I kind of decided to pick a lane here because the blends menu has been everything. It's been Caesar wraps and Southwest salads and Korean barbecue bowls. And I have been watching a lot of restaurant shows and they're like, what is your menu? Like pick a lane here. So I have decided to pick the lane of Asian food, which is like my heart food. When I want food, it is Asian cuisine through and through. So I'm doing my smoothies all the same. Like you're not going to miss out on any smoothies. Um, my baked goods that are the top sellers, I'm going to go um, go big on for sure. And then my menu is going to be sushi burritos, rice wraps, um, some hot Asian bowls. I'm looking into doing like a Japanese curry And a version of sticky rice and Korean barbecue bowl and peanut tofu as well. And then a couple salads with it. I want it to be simpler. I want it to be faster. um, And I want it to be like super, super delicious.
0: So you're revamping the whole menu then?
1: Pretty much. Like what's, what's been the hardest part about it is people loving certain dishes and them just not working with the flow of our kitchen or something. Like maybe they require three pans, which is just, you know, it takes a lot longer to make something, um, make a couple dishes so they've had to leave, even though people love them. And I think based on, based on that experience, I want to start smaller and streamline operations in a way that it can work faster and quicker together um, and then possibly add more on. So like start small and then grow versus mm-hmm. starting big and taking things away from people has been really hard um, emotionally, to be honest. <laughs> like it sucks when you do something and people hate your decision. You're like, well, it it had to be done for, yeah. for whatever reason, right?
0: Or people come in and they're expecting to see like that one item on the yeah. menu that just wasn't a oh, hot heartbreaking. seller. I bet. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's heartbreaking for sure. But like, especially with how busy we've gotten, like we just don't have, the same amount of time that we used to have like we're busy from open to close now so we need to be able to fit as many things in there as possible so that we're not disappointing customers but of course in doing that we're disappointing customers by taking away things that they loved right
0: yeah so when you originally started you had just offered smoothies but when did you decide to expand your menu to include to include more of the healthy breakfast lunch and snack options
1: So when, yeah, my, my plan was definitely smoothies and snack foods. And then I think at the beginning I had been doing one lunch item a week um, and that was switching. So it would be like samosa wrap and a side salad, or one day it was rice wraps and sesame spiral salad. So I was kind of doing a weekly menu switch, but then people kept coming in wanting wanting what they had had before and again, being disappointed, not being able to find it. So I think it was around December. I opened in October and it was around December. I was like, okay, I'm going to put a menu together because it seems like this is what people want. So I, I created a small menu. I think it was like waffles, avocado toast, a veggie wrap, um, rice paper wraps, uh, kind of simple stuff that could be made ahead of time for the most part, uh, because we would often have one or two people working there. And then to like express my inner cooking flair is when I had started meal prep uh, and that was a weekly rotating menu, but it got giant. Like I, I think I had 20 things and it was like a different dessert or like a, a few different dessert options every week, a few different main options, a few different salad options. So people could kind of order their entire lunches for the week and I could drop it off. And that was amazing, but it was a ton of work for one person. Um, which is essentially what like created the goal of making a sit down restaurant with a set menu, because it was just like, I love doing all of this stuff and I loved coming up with new ideas, but it was overwhelming for sure.
0: I love when a business starts off as something too, and then they just get more and more ideas and you want to build and, and expand and be better because, you know, when you originally started, when you're just strictly selling smoothies and healthy snacks, and then to expand it on, you know, to the meal prep and just more healthier options. um, Did you have in mind originally the vegan gluten free and keto options as well? Or is that something that you? No, not at all. So I like don't have any dietary
1: restrictions myself, which is outrageous. (laughs) I own a, a business based on dietary restrictions. But when I opened the smoothie shop in Deep River, Kara is vegan herself. And she had mentioned like, that anything I sold within that space had to be plant-based. And I was like, you know what, we're, we already basically in negotiations for opening up. And I was like, I'm not going to let this stop me. No problem. I'll figure it out. And so I had kind of created my menu of smoothies using plant-based milks, which I had never done before, but they're amazing in smoothies. I would highly recommend it to people who haven't tried it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where the vegan stuff Came the rest kind of came through customer requests. Um, uh, I have had a ton of requests for keto over the years, and a ton of requests for gluten free over the years. Um, so leaning into those was basically just serving my customers well. It, it it's weird for sure. Like I, I struggled with it a lot. And being mean like, oh my gosh, do I only have to eat vegan food when I'm outside of my house? But like the answer is no, just be true to yourself. Right. But I grew up on healthy food. Like my mom was, you know, the no salt, no oil, like boiled chicken breast on a salad is what we were eating for dinner. Um, so like healthy foods wasn't weird to me. Healthy foods was the way that I grew up. And anytime we were making cookies, she's like, Oh, just leave out half the sugar. It's the same. Like you would never know the difference. Like this is just, this is just how I roll anyways. And then I've always been a healthy eater and I've loved like trying to trick myself into, making sweets that are healthier using alternative sugars and oils so that they are a lot better for you but you can still feel like you're eating something delicious so like i do come by it honestly at the same time i i love that stuff but like heck yes i also love a hershey's chocolate bar here
0: and there too i think life is all about balance for sure and dale you also carry grocery items and i won't be able to name them all but no. Just a few of them here. There's Green Goddess, Formagerie, oat Oatbox, Very Food Butchers, and so many others. So tell us, what inspired the idea to launch a specialty grocery line with products you normally can't find in our local grocery stores?
1: So that was actually more at the beginning of COVID. I had always carried a couple small things um, like cheeses and whatnot, uh, vegan cheeses, sorry. Um, but yeah, at the beginning of COVID, I had just Decided to start growing that one product at a time um, to keep people coming in the store when they maybe weren't in the mood for a smoothie, maybe they could come in for something else. Um, so that just kind of grew product by product. And then over the last year, I had gotten grants, and you had to have a project for these grants to apply for them, right? So I was like, okay, I want to build an actual grocery section here. This is what I want to give to the Ottawa Valley, and this is what I think that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it's been an amazing growth, like through grants and then through just like customers asking for a certain brand and me seeing if I can find out how to order it. It has been Absolutely amazing! It's been the most fun thing to build for sure. And then a couple of the brands that you mentioned, like Oatbox and Evive, and the very good butchers, like those are Instagram brands. So when people see them at a local business, they're like, "Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I can support like these ads that I keep seeing over and over and over again at a local business. Like sign me up! I can't wait to try them." So those are some of the most fun things to bring in, and then they're awesome brands as well. And then. Also just customers saying, oh, I've only been able to find this dairy-free sour cream in Ottawa, or I was only able to find it in Toronto. Can you see if you can bring it in? And I'll bring it in. And then everybody's like, oh my gosh, Earth Island sour cream. I've been looking for
0: this everywhere.
1: Like there's no better feeling than giving people exactly what they've been looking for.
0: Yeah, because we're all tired of the gaily sour cream. Yeah, and we need a new Nobody kind. likes that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that's awesome. And when I started finding out too about all these new products that you had here, and I shouldn't say new products. Sorry, all these products that you're right, like that we see on Instagram. If I see if. Uh, if I have one more time on my sponsored ad, like (laughs) it's making me want to try like these smoothie cubes and stuff. Um, it's, it's brand recognition. Like they do the marketing for you. Um,
1: and so then when people see, see them in your store and they can physically touch them, it, it breaks that boundary of someone doing an online purchase. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can physically see this product. It's right in front of you and it's
0: only $10, like Mm
1: -hmm. sure. Try it out. Right.
0: And you also carry now, actually, I should have asked you, do you still carry the Hello Bello diapers too? I, I kind of added
1: that in once I had Daphne again, I was looking for better diapers and at a decent price. And I had just kind of happened upon, oh, my supplier sells them and I can buy them like one box at a time. I'm going to start buying them for Daphne. Right. And then I was thinking, okay, everybody is going to need somewhere to get awesome products like this. Like they're amazing, amazing products. I've never had any issues with them. The absorption is amazing. They're soft and like way softer than you would think Pampers were or anything like that. So I really wanted to bring them to the Ottawa Valley. So I started selling them and things were going well, but I think that a lot of people ended up like subscribing to the Hello Bella website through that. So I'm passionate about the products. I've loved selling them, but I don't think I'm going to continue selling them.
0: Okay. But it just, it's so interesting to see all the different products that you decided to bring in your shop. Um, But what do you look for when you seek new products?
1: I definitely look at the packaging of the product. If it's going to be attractive to the customers, the price of it is a big one as well. And If it's not a well-known brand, then i like to look for awesome, really unique products that you can't find anywhere. So the daydream water that I just announced I'm carrying this week is really cool. I was initially attracted to it because it's beautiful. They look like sunsets on cans of water. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. It's just gorgeous. I know it's going to sell well. And then I brought it in and it's like a stress relief water. It's great for joint inflammation um, and regulating blood pressure and whatnot. It has all these natural extracts in it. So on top of it being beautiful, it's also really, really useful. And I know my customers are going to love that. And like everybody needs stress relief in COVID. So (laughs) I feel
0: like products like that are,
1: are inspiring
0: to me who'd ever think that there'd be a
1: stress-free
0: water right?
1: Doesn't it sound crazy, but it has like hemp oil extract and then a few like ginseng and two that I can't really pronounce, but apparently they're really really good for like blood flow which kind of helps with the stress relief. It it sounds so crazy, but they are they're a really cool product for sure.
0: Well, that's what we look forward to, you know, when you're saying like the attraction. Like I mean, I know when I go to the LCBO for example, I don't I don't always look at the price, the price comes second, but the bottle, like what the bottle looks like first. And it's like, Oh, if that's a really cute bottle of wine, $19, dollars i usually don't go over 20. And I'm like, "Ah, we can make it happen. We can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I I think that like products with, with poor colors on their packaging really just don't sell as Mm -hmm. well. So if something's attractive or, or beautiful, or even just like has colors that like pop out, people tend to gravitate towards those products for sure. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Are you a woman for women at favorite things in downtown Pembroke? We are on a mission to amplify loud, supportive and unwavering communities of women who choose compassion and collaboration over competition. Let's
0: squash the stereotype that women don't support other women. Get your Woman for Women gear at Favorite Things. The boutique is filled with new springs and summer decor and plenty of items for your gift-giving needs. Check out all Downtown Pembroke has to offer. You can follow us on Instagram at ftpembroke or on Facebook at Favorite Things.
2: Hey, Bombshells and bombsters! The Bombshells Tattoo crew is moving to a big shiny new space in the heart of downtown Pembroke. You will be able to find the girls at 24 Pembroke Street West upon the lift of lockdown. Bombshells Tattoo Studio is an all-female owned and operated tattoo and piercing studio with a registered massage therapist as well. They have over 18 years in the tattoo industry with four very talented artists to serve you. Liz, Carrie, Vanessa, and Jenny offer many tattoo styles from traditional to watercolor, pointillism to trash polka, and many more. Whether you are looking to commemorate a loved one, a pet, cover a drunken mistake or an ex's name, or you just want to get a badass piece of art, they've got you covered. They service anyone over 18 years of age and operate by appointment only. Find them on Facebook at Bombshells Tattoo Studio, on Instagram at Bombshells Tattoo Studio, their website at BombshellsTattoo.ca and in their new shop in downtown Pembroke. To support the Bombshell girls during the lockdown, they have gift certificates, paintings, and merch available. Please email Bombshells.Studio777 at gmail.com for more info. And thanks again for Tattooing Local.
1: Hey, it's Megan Evans from Megan Evans Digital Media, and you're listening to the OV Boss Babes
0: podcast with your host, Holly Molinar. Tell us about a few of the local businesses that you have partnered with to feature uh, their products in your store.
1: Um, well, I always work with Wilkies, which is funny because I, when I first moved to Pembroke, I was like, okay, like all these businesses are going to hate me. We're going to be competition. And like, I don't really want that. So the first business I think I ever worked with was Wilkies. I, I featured them in a, in a Christmas basket that I was giving away. And now Andrew's a really good friend of mine. We always run business ideas against each other and like ask each other for advice and there is not a bread product that goes out my door if, unless it's Wilkie's. Like if I'm doing a collaboration with anything, Andrew is my guy. I'm like, hey, I would like to make burgers. Can you make me burger buns? He's like, yep, I'm up for it. No problem. Or he's in all of my cheese of the months. So we work together to make like different flavored baguettes or mini loaves. And he's just like always up for the challenge. Everything's always yes. Yes, absolutely. I'll make it happen for you. But then also like I, I carry the Baron Canyon coffee and tea, which I just, I love supporting local families like they're um, expecting as well. And I carry drunken jams because they're awesome. And the products are really funny and cute. And then I also work with little things, Canon company, she'll do specialty things for me. Like um, I think she did a strawberry jalapeno jelly for me for one of the cheese of the month clubs. So I just like, Anyone who creates their own products and has a way to package them, I like to work with them for sure. I like to figure out a way we can work together, not against each other. I think one of the things that I'm always saying is like businesses should complement each other, Mm -hmm. not compete with each other.
0: Now, are they going to be featured in your new store in uh, North Bay as well?
1: Yes, although I think I'm going to need to get a new baker, but I have my eye on someone in North Bay. But some of the products that are shelf stable, uh, especially the Drunken Jams and the Baron Canyon coffee and tea, they're absolutely still going to be a part of it.
0: That's awesome. And Dale, I only, only just discovered your Cheese of the Month Club, which makes me even more upset that you're leaving because I love my cheese. <laughs> I love my cheese. And when I saw that, I was like, there has been a cheese of the month club and I am not a member.
1: Yes. uh, Yes. So that like, this is proof of how fast I decided to move the cheese of the month club launched in December um, because boxes have been really, really hot lately and collaborating with other businesses and charcuterie. So um, I had just kind of decided to do a cheese of the month based on something that I had seen in North Bay. One of the delis from, like a few years ago had been doing cheese of the month and it was really, really cool. And I had seen how that was done. So I decided to kind of bring the same thing with my, to my customers. I sell so many types of vegan cheese. I was like, okay, I'm sure I can make a cheese of the month happen and, make, and change it every month. Again, I hit up Andrew from Wilkies um, to see if he would like to be a part of it for the bread every month. And then I just kind of switched it up as a way to showcase a couple um, products that I sell on my shelf as well.
0: And Dale can we please talk about your cookbook? Oh my gosh,
1: that's right. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) people have been asking me over and over and over again for my recipes. And um, and so I just kind of decided like, or no, I was talking to another business owner. She owns the Little Wanderer Clothing Company. And she's like, can I have your Caesar salad recipe? I was like, girl, that is five recipes. Like you have to make the croutons, you have to make the coconut bacon, the Parmesan, the Caesar dressing, and then you have to put them together in a salad. And she's like, well, you should just make a cookbook then. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's make a cookbook. So all my recipes have been pretty much written out on my computer over the years. And um, so
0: I just decided to put them together into a cookbook. So other than your favorite recipes in the cookbook, what else is going to be listed in it? Part that I'm
1: finishing up right now is the actual like meal items. So I'm deciding what like salads are actually going to make it in there. But at the very least you'll have the building blocks for everything you want to make um, for blends. But everybody says my recipes are very, very bad. Like you kind of need to, I don't want to say you need to know how to cook already but they, they're a list of ingredients and then they'll just say like blend together kind of thing. <laughs> so hopefully people can, uh, people could put two and two together and use my recipes as building blocks
0: to create their own food at home. Dale, that's so exciting. You should be so proud of yourself. Like basically like the next Kristen Cavallari, just launching cookbooks, <laughs> like a boss.
1: <laughs> just like, here's today's cookbook. I, it's always been a dream of mine to write a cookbook, but, uh, I just kind of, I don't know. It just kind of came together really, really quickly. And like I said, I'm just trying to please my customers, leave them with something that they can make themselves.
0: Well, when is it going to be available?
1: So I'm finishing up this week and then I'm going to order them in. So I'm planning to have them in the store ready to be picked up or sold for the last week of April. So you'll be able to get them April and then the first two
0: weeks of May in store. After that, it'll have to be shipped. That is so exciting. Well, Dale, can we officially like have a virtual book launch and like contact us, signed copies, curbside pickup, you know, stuff like that. Yes. This
1: sounds amazing. My hands are going to be so sore. I think I already have a hundred of them sold.
0: Well, count me in to plug you as much as possible when your book officially launches, because I want everybody to get their hands on this cookbook. This is, this is so exciting. Thank you. You should be so proud of yourself.
1: I am, but I also like have that imposter syndrome of feeling like it's so silly that I wrote my recipes down as, as, if anyone would want them, but no, I I'm super proud and I'm super excited to share
0: them. You should be and Dale, Blends has been involved in many community initiatives. I mean, you've been a sponsor for the City of Pembroke Soups, uh, Soup Stations event in 2019. You participated in the Canadian Cancer Society's uh, Daffodil uh, campaign, the Connecting to Care Radiothon for the Pembroke Regional Hospital. Are there any others that I have not mentioned?
1: I think the only one you didn't mention was the OSPCA. I've done, I don't even know, probably five events with them throughout the years, and they've been wonderful to work with. Um, and so has the Cancer Society in in Pembroke, which you did mention a couple times. But um, for me, charity work is all about like finding charities that you connect with and you love. And and I have really close family members who are still battling their their cancer fights. And of course, like who doesn't love animals? Of course, I'm going to support the OSGCA, But um, when you're a business owner, you're asked a lot of times to give money to charity, and you kind of have to figure out a way to pinpoint the ones that you love and the ones that you really like working with.
0: And Dale, you're a mill spouse, a business owner, and you're a mother to beautiful Daphne, who was actually born on the same day as my niece, Peyton on December 14th, 2019. That's right. And um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about being a mom and a small business owner and how you navigated the first year of being a first time mama and then returning to work shortly after giving birth and then having a global pandemic thrown your way. Um,
1: I think winging it is is the proper term for what happened. Um, I definitely, I definitely thought it would be a little bit easier than it was to have a baby and go back to work. Um, but, but things just kind of played out on their own. I had I had images of being able to bring Daphne to work, and she was just going to be a beautiful little angel that slept there while I made smoothies. But like. Daphne is an attention baby and she needs attention all the time so that didn't really work out as planned I think that having my husband he was on parental leave until Daphne was nine months old so we had a really really firm schedule about me leaving for work at a certain time I was still breastfeeding so um, I would like pump on the way to work I had a little cooler with my ice pack in it where I would where I would keep my breast milk for Daphne and then I would do the same thing on the way home and and keeping that schedule was really really important to us and uh and then after nine months she started daycare, and same thing I'm really really firm about not working at night um as much as I can I like to spend time with my family and I think that balance is is the most important thing
0: and Dale tell everybody how soon after you had Daphne that you returned to work
1: Um, I'm pretty sure I worked my first shift when she was five weeks old, but, uh, I think it was just a few hours on a Sunday. Maybe they needed some help and then it would bring her in here and there to kind of check up on things or, or help out. I remember one shift, I don't know, she must've been two months old and I was by myself with her for two hours. And I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to make this work until my next staff member could come in, um. So I think I just strapped her to me and I did the best I could making smoothies and serving the customers with my baby on me. But when the pandemic hit in March is when I actually decided to jump back in full time. And that's actually when I cut my hours down. Um, Yeah, three months old, I was back to work pretty much full time.
0: I don't know how you guys do it. I'm gonna give a shout out, you know, to yourself, Dale, to Katie Tolis. Uh, back when she was working at paperback events. I remember chatting with her, and she was like pumping and she had her daughter right beside her, and Liz Davis at Bombshells, and Carly from Trending Nails. All of you ladies are powerhouse <laughs> women to be able to and they they all make it look so easy. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I know because like, I'm even thinking to myself, I'm going back to work next week. And by the time that this episode comes out, I'm going to already have been working for two weeks and I can't even yeah. think about it. I'm with an emotional wreck today. I've been crying all day. Cause this is my last Thursday with Tatum, um, on my mat leave. And I just keep thinking to myself, Holly, pull yourself together because there are moms here in the Valley that, you know, that have gotten their butts back to work probably like still recovering. And I'm like, I, I just could not imagine, especially being a first time mom. Like it's like being in a relationship for three months. And that's why I always say, I don't give it three months before you finally get into a routine till you finally, you know, get adjusted. And yeah. so, like when you start a new- I'm lucky that
1: I'm lucky that when I went back to work, she was three months old for sure. Like you said about routine at all. I couldn't imagine going back after two weeks. Like I can't even really remember very well like before three months it was all such a blur it was happening so fast
0: um all right Dale. well I want to talk a little bit more about blends in North Bay because we want to know do you have a new home there already set up and what is the opening day and where can we come visit you
1: okay well I'm signing the lease this week so let's just go ahead and pretend that it's a done deal Um, so it's going to be at 319 Algonquin, which is a newly renovated space, um, right by the cathedral, which is wonderful because it's right kind of kitty corner to what is currently good glazed donuts and a keto bakery right there too. So I'm really trendy little foodie spot of, of North Bay.
0: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's super exciting. Um, but Dale, what are you going to miss most about, about the Ottawa Valley?
1: The people, like 100,000 billion percent, the people, like the connections that I've made here are the connections of my adult life, for sure. Like through B&I, I had met so many business owners and then just being a part of downtown and Deep River Women in Business, these connections don't just fall in your lap. I feel like I've worked really, really hard to become a part of the community and not to mention just like random customer interactions that I'm going to miss every day. Um, you know places come and go but the people who have like continued to support my business and spread the word and whatnot are the people that I'm going to miss the most for sure
0: yeah well we know that we're going to miss you too and the pandemic has thrown a lot of challenges and hardships everyone's way and as we are in our third lockdown with many businesses closed luckily yours gets to remain open for takeout but what is yeah. your message to small business owners right now think that
1: the thing that I think about most is just like adapt, be willing to change and meet your customers so that they can do your products or services at home. Diversify your income is the best advice I've ever been given. Like, don't just rely on one income stream, like say take out food, like do take out food, do your smoothies, do your grocery, give people multiple reasons to come back into your business because they don't customers aren't just going to come out for one thing they want to kind of do do a couple things at the same time so I think diversifying your income is the most important thing that you can do and then also just like personalize your business like I think that I really opened up about who I am as a business owner over the past year and People relate to that and people continue supporting my business because it's me, not because it's someone who they don't know at the front desk. It's me every time smiling, saying hello. And, and on my Instagram, just being really real when it's hard and being really real when it's good. I think that breaking that boundary of professional and personal has been been in my favor this past year, for sure.
0: That's some great advice, Dale. And that's what we all need right now, because We just need to stay positive and small, our small local businesses in our community. We just, we all need to stand together and rally together and be there for each other at this time.
1: Yeah. And can I just say
0: like, I am shocked
1: every single day. I am shocked at how much, how many people come out to support me, especially on the first day of a lockdown. Like it's, it's absolutely amazing. The, the community support that has been, showing up through COVID for me and,
0: and for other businesses. For sure. All right, Dale, we're going to move into my rapid 10. We're going to quickly wrap this up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So this one, is a two-part question. You carry a grocery item called the gut shot. What is this and have you tried it yourself?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Um, it is the juices
1: from making sauerkraut or kimchi, and they collect the juices and they put them into a gut shot for you. So it's really good for probiotics. And to be honest, it kind of tastes like pickle juice, but it's pretty good.
0: What's the difference between your regular
1: lemonade and the charcoal lemonade? They are both made the same, just the charcoal lemonade has activated charcoal powder in it. Um, and FYI, I make them with only fresh lemon juice and maple syrup, so they're the best lemonade in the town.
0: And speaking of charcoal, does charcoal act as a laxative while detoxing? No, absolutely not. People are always like, yeah, but does it make you go? I'm like, no, 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 no.
1: It doesn't work like that at all. It just kind of attracts all the toxins to them and and flushes it out of you naturally. There is absolutely no laxative effect and it does not make your teeth black either.
0: (laughs) What's in the guilt-free chocolate shake? Um, there's dates,
1: cashews, cocoa, almond milk, uh, a little bit of instant coffee because chocolate is just better with coffee. And then I top it with coconut whipped cream.
0: Mm. If you had to give up cheese or smoothies, Dale, which one would it be? Uh, Probably cheese. I, I drink smoothies
1: on the job, off the job. Like there's not a day where I don't drink a smoothie.
0: I would be the same way, although I do love my cheese. <laughs> did you see a spike in sales last year with the flu fighter shot? Um,
1: when I posted about it, yes. Like it, things sometimes sell better when I um when I remind people that they're there. So I think I did do a post last year that was like, Oh, you know,
0: here's our flu ship,
1: flu fighter. It's really good for immune systems, and that day I saw a ton of people coming
0: in for that. Every time we have a lockdown or something, or they say like a spike in COVID uh sales. Yeah. In COVID cases, you should just promote that. Flu fighter, flu fighter.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I also um, have like a cold pressed juice booster shot that I've been selling a lot of as well.
0: Well, speaking of smoothies, what is Daphne's favorite smoothie? Um, she is a super
1: fruity kind of girl, but she'll pretty much take anything. Um, we'll do the Evive smoothies a lot at home because uh, they're so easy. And she's liked every one of them so far as well.
0: And why did you want blends to be 100% dairy-free? Um,
1: well, really just because I wanted to be a place that that, that people are, are safe to eat at, um, that you don't have to worry, you don't have to ask that question of like, oh, am I able to get that dairy-free? Everything is dairy-free. You're safe to eat here. There's no special blender needed. Um, any coffee you order, this is the space that you don't have to ask for special, special requests. What is the April cheese of the month? The April cheese of the month is a blueberry pie Stilton from the green goddess fromagerie in Guelph. I've loved working with them so far. I just found them in December. Um, so the blueberry pie Stilton has dried blueberries and swirls of brown sugar in it. So it's kind of a dessert cheese, but I paired it with olives um, and rosemary walnut loaf to kind of bring out the savory flavors and a little bit of triple berry wet, red wine jelly from drunken jams
0: is it still too late for me to join the cheese club no I still have some (laughs) okay good I'm joining and I'm coming in to grab some (laughs) perfect what's one local business that you think everybody should know about
1: this is the hardest question I love all of the local businesses um but I think like my good friend Natalie opened up Rico refillery in deep river and I sell their products in Pembroke as well. And I think if there's one spot you should go and check out, that's it. There's something for everyone. They're cleaning products. You'd think they're going to be $18, but they're actually extremely affordable, like $4, $5 product. You can bring in your own, um, your own, like use Lysol bottles and they'll fill them up there for you for only a couple bucks. So I think that that is one of the most most awesome businesses that's been started in the valley lately and also eco-friendly.
0: That's awesome. Great shout out. And Miss Daphne has now woken up. Dale's been driving around with Daphne in the back. Yeah, sorry. He's awake. No, no. Oh my gosh. Don't apologize. That is all right. Well, Dale, I'm so glad we were able to finally get you on the podcast. Dale has been secretly dropping hints to me being like, hey <laughs> <And> <laughs> when's I'm it gonna so happen bad. I know also, so I don't have time but let's make it happen so, I know well. I'm so happy that we did and I'm so happy that yeah. we were able to get this on before you leave us but again I hope that you can use this to uh shout out to everybody at North Bay to come check you out and hopefully actually I don't even have to say hopefully because I know that blends will be just as popular and well loved as it is here in Pembroke and in thank the you Alabama. so
1: much I so hope that that North Bay needs this as badly as Pembroke does. And shout out to anybody out there who's thinking about running a business like this. Um, go out and live it. You're not stepping on my toes. You're not stepping on anyone else's toes. Just like follow your path and, and I say go for it.
0: Yeah. And who knows? You might even be able to collaborate too. Yes, absolutely. Well, Dale, tell everybody one more time where can they find you right now in Pembroke? Where can they find you downtown, social media and in person? And your website. So, uh, so yeah, you can find
1: us at 20 Pembroke street West. We're going to be open until about May 14th. Um, you can find us online at blendsmoothie.ca where you can do your grocery shopping, uh, view our menu, and you can also pre-order our cookbook and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook as blend smoothie shop and healthy market.
0: Fantastic. Dale, this was awesome. Well needed. So glad we finally got you on the podcast. Me too. And yeah. Put me down for a cookbook. Okay, perfect. It was so great chatting with you. Same with you, Dale. We'll talk soon. This week's podcast episode is sponsored by Bombshells Tattoo Studio. Support the Bombshell girls during lockdown by buying a gift certificate, some new merch, or some paintings. Email them at bombshells.studio777 at gmail.com for more info. The City of Pembroke is encouraging everyone to show your love for local by exploring new and creative ways to support our small businesses shop, share, and support local businesses. Favorite Things in Downtown Pembroke has a new website. They have a huge amount of inventory and are adding new products every day. Check them out at ftpembroke.com.